Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Financia, Coast to Main Podcast, and the host of the Source Financia YouTube channel, of course, back with another one. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. see you know the, the focus of the presentation has been amazon i mean we've dealt a lot with original design and, and mm-hmm. things like that um for the for the sellers that are selling the exact same product but maybe they're selling in you know europe and they're selling in the u.s and then they're selling in like australia um it, it can be quite i guess difficult to make sure that the compliance is correct in all those countries what what, what sort of advice do you have around that do you do you find that um sellers then have to make sure that they have to pay for the testing to match the different countries or are there quite a few suppliers that have compliance for multiple regions? Well, first of all, you're not going to find the suppliers that have compliance for any region. At best, you yeah. find some old dusty test report that goes back a couple of years. And it's still very valuable. You know, when we look at uh, companies like factories in, say, mainland China or in, in, uh, in Vietnam, then the fact that they have some sort of compliance document, test report or whatever, is still very valuable, but you can never apply that to your product. Like it's, yeah. well, yeah, maybe if you deal with, you know, Huawei or, you know, these big companies, but they don't want to deal with importers anyway. You get my point, right? Like <laughs> if they are at the level that they got their compliance stuff covered, then they can also deal with the marketing. You see what I mean, right? You know, yeah. it's, it's, you can't expect as a buyer to, to go to an OEM or ODM factory, pay them factory prices, be the one that, you know, rakes in 80% of the profits, 90% of the profits sometimes, and expect them to deal with compliance. You know, it's, it's unrealistic. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually answering two questions here. First, can you get help from your supplier? No, you can't. You can, make, you can make an assessment. You can look at existing test reports, like chemicals, and maybe something more sophisticated, like electrical safety for a power bank. I would definitely mm-hmm. look at that. But I'm still going to get it retested, though. I need to check that my specific product needs to get retested. Now, how do you deal with, okay, you're a seller, not necessarily just an Amazon seller, but you're, you're a company, you, you're selling cross-border. The way Amazon is dealing with this is that if you're selling on Amazon.com, you're selling and distributing in the United States. You have yeah. to comply with US regulations. And I think you're Canadian, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Canada has its own set of regulations. So you see, it's, it's, you always have to comply with the requirements in a specific country. The one I showed you with Reach was from, uh, from Amazon UK, right? Called a UK, you saw that, right? And you wouldn't get that email if you're selling in the States because EU compliance requirements enforced in the United States and vice versa. So that one was selling in, uh, in the UK, I believe in the UK, yeah, you know, it's Brexit stuff still going on, but there's a transition period of like 2023 or 24 or whatever. So, um, yeah, at least in terms of compliance. So that's the reason. Um, yeah. Australia, it's its own own set of regulations. The only thing that, I mean, I guess I understand your point, but at best, you can say that a product that is technically designed to comply with a certain uh, regulation may be able to pass lab testing in more than one jurisdiction. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's technically compliant, but you look at, say you take face masks, for example, 
completely different frameworks in the United States compared to the EU, completely different documents. That's what it comes down to, different labeling requirements. Speaking of that, like, um, you know, when we were dealing with, with Fifi products, uh, obviously we dealt mostly with the US, but then we, we, we did export quite a bit to different countries in Europe. And we found that even the CE requirements, let's say in Ireland versus, um, you know, France mm. were, were, was different. Is that, I guess, is that specifically more with medical products or even like with electronics, Ireland might have their own set of requirements and for CE and then, you know, another country in the European Union might have their own set of requirements for that product. It should never be like that. That's the point of, you know, it's a harmonized, harmonized system, meaning that, you know, it, yeah. it should broadly apply. Now, what, what can be different is enforcement because there's no EU level market surveillance, police or customs authority. That is done on a national level. Yeah. So what this means is that you have, uh, you have yeah, different enforcement uh, of said uh, regulation, meaning that, you know, you take Sweden, for example, where, where I come from and where you have exported to, they, uh, the, the government said something that they suspended uh, CE requirements for a number of months. And I, I, my understanding is that, yeah, it was coordinated with other EU member states, but all regulations are still implemented and enforcement is still on a national level. So that's one reason you, you, you do have differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, keep in mind that, yeah, this is what's in, in what's, you know, technically re- required. Um, but a reason a lot of sellers, like Amazon sellers in particular, are now waking up to this is because Amazon is way more effective than governments and government bodies to actually enforce this stuff. Yeah. Because this is not sh- new. Because they can you know, shut right? you down, yeah. <laughs> shut you down overnight. So th- that being said, if I'm you know selling for the first time or I've been selling on Amazon for a few years and I haven't paid attention to product compliance and beginning to see my you know my friends and other people talking about getting shut down where do i start like in terms of researching the the compliance requirements for my product yeah is there specific resources that you'd recommend people check out or yeah compliancegate.com of course no but (laughs) we provide a lot of free guides we do we do um but amazon uh, amazon uh, the sell essential does provide guidance they provide basic summaries um with with other resources, links to links to uh, other websites to check out and so on. Um, I would say in the EU, the best thing you can do is to start by contacting your uh, the authorities in, in in your country and ask them what are some directives, regulations, requirements that I need to be aware of. It's a good start. It's a good first start. It's it really depends though. It depends on your well where you're from. Um, they tend to be fairly responsive in in Sweden and the UK and so on. I've heard that they are less responsive in some other European countries. In the US, well, things the US is really fragmented. Like the US is one country where the EU is not a country. It's a it's a union, a single market. But in the US, you have to be aware of two sets: federal level regulations like CPSIA and state level. So. Yeah, and that's a real mess. That's a real mess. In the US, I would go to a lawyer. I would go to a, or a consultant or something like that and, and get a assessment. Uh, I would really do because it's really fragmented. It also depends on the product. Yeah. But this information is not secret. It's publicly available information. It's, it's, it's on the internet. The problem is that many times you have there's some, some information is on the FTC website. I mean, uh, uh, the Federal Trade Commission, and the, then there's something you need to know on the CPSC website, 
Consumer Product Safety Commission. Uh, oh, it's a wooden product. Oh, well, you need to check that. That's that's somewhere hidden on the the was it like the agri agricultural department or something like that. So yeah, it, the problem is the information is is quite fragmented. When it comes to specific tests, I got a pretty good suggestion, and get in touch with a testing company. You give them product list. Um, you should do some research though before that. So maybe you suggest what test you think may be that may apply and based on that they can actually give you when you contact they came up they give you a list of of standards and tests that they believe apply to your product that's it they don't cover labeling they don't cover documentation in most cases um but it's a very good start now you shouldn't abuse this because they get pissed off this is quite a bit of work for them to look at okay we've got this product we need to classify this and you know give you pricing and so on but you can do it early on you can tell them hey i'm, I'm working on this as a prototype you know i need to know this now i'm going to use super testing uh, further down the line um and that's a very good way so you've got different methods to to find out another one is product ip for the eu uh you can buy these lists like 40 euros or something you can buy a list for a specific product and and you can then get a well a list of different standards and labeling and so on and it's ultimately up to you to implement this in reality which means you know booking a lab test or using photoshop to create a label file um so there's always a lot of hands-on work you need to need to do Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Made in China podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinancial.com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinancial.com slash made in China. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Asia, all one word. Cheers. First night here, and this girl right here, who knows what she knows? So I'm going through a phone. If she go to the bathroom and I'm purse right there, I don't trust these hoes at all. But that's just a result of me paying attention to all these women that think like men with the same intentions. I'm talking strippers and models that try to gain attention. Even a couple porn stars that I'm ashamed to mention. But Weezy and Stunner.